Hey, it's Corey Murray, and welcome to Yes Girl. But as you can hear, there's no one to say Yes Girl back to me because my girls Yolanda Sanguini and Charlie Penn are probably in bed sleeping because the three of us just spent an amazing week down in New Orleans at the Essence Festival. We were all over the stage, but I was able to get in a few more Z's. I was able to come into the city and do this podcast. But We have a great show for you today because... Essence Festival, as you know, is jam-packed with celebrities, singers, artists, but there's also that spiritual nourishment that we get from our speakers, and Ayala Van Zandt gave a word. Y'all know she already gives a word on her show, Ayala Fix My Life, and from her books, but she really gave a word, and we are going to give that to you, her whole speech, just complete for you to listen because we want to share what she fed us down in New Orleans because it was that empowering and that encouraging and funny you know Ayala is you know she can she can preach but she also knows the streets so there's going to be some some gems there but I am definitely missing Charlie Penn who down last week was talking to everybody I mean NDRA check Charlie's gram at man wife dog and you're going to see all the people that she talked to but I'm a little jealous that she was the one that got to talk to Kofi Sarabay I mean, come on, Ralph Angel, really, one-on-one, Charlie? All right, we're going to talk about that next week. And Yolanda, oh, my God, check her gram at Yoli Zama. She got to talk to the cast of Insecure. Insecure is coming back. We cannot wait. Saw Issa Rae and Jay Ellis. Actually, peep this. So while Solange was performing at the Essence Festival, Solange got off the stage to sing for us, and she, like, ran, like, right to Jay Ellis and was like, well, she was singing to the man, to the woman in front. She was singing to the woman, but Jay Ellis was right behind, and I walked him later. I was like, what did you do when Solange was singing to you? He was like, man, I was, he was in a zone. He was in a zone. So that was really exciting. Mary J. Blige from the stage gave such a... A performance. I mean, everybody knows Mary can dance, Mary can sing, but she really was really truthful about this time in her life. She was actually saying how this divorce from Kendu is just hell. Like, it's just nasty and hell. But you know what? She took all that pain and put it into the most fantastic show. And hopefully she left it right there that she can go on with her life. She looked amazing. She's rocking these braids. She says she hasn't had braids in like 30 years. Mary is doing her and Mary is looking good. So blessings to Mary for all that she's done. And Maxine Waters, OMG. I mean, you know, we like to have fun, but we also like to go there with the politics. And Maxine Waters encouraged us to continue to use our voice. She had the whole empowerment experience chanting impeach 45. Auntie Maxine brought a word. She brought the word. So be sure we're going to be talking about that probably next week with the girls because I know they want to give you their own personal highlights from Essence Festival. My personal one was I was on stage with the Power Cast. Well, it was a Power Cast of Ours Remorse, American Gods. And I mean, we walked out. It was like multi thousands of people. Ron Rico came out and saw the love from the stage, and it was so wonderful. Tommy, Joseph Erica, he was like, he couldn't believe it. Everybody was chanting Tommy. So it was such an amazing experience, Essence Festival. But again, the key, the core of what Essence Festival is, is about encouragement, empowerment, and Ayala Van Zant is here to give you her word. She wasn't able to do the Essence Festival last year. So, of course, she sent someone in her place, Oprah, mic drop. But Ayanna came back because she had one hell of a year, but she was able to give us all the lessons that she's learned. So here's Ayanna Van Zant from Essence Festival in New Orleans.
one year ago today, while you were waiting for me, I was laying on a surgical table. Hallelujah. I tell you, you don't know from one day to the next. It's not promised to you. So you got to make the most of every day. And if you make it through a day, instead of complaining, you just got to say, hallelujah. Because somebody got up this morning and won't get up tomorrow. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad for your prayers. I'm so glad for the years that you have supported me, that you have loved me, that you have trusted me with your secrets, with your life, with your stories. I don't take it for granted. All I can say is hallelujah. Because it didn't have to be like that. It didn't have to be like that. Do you know how many people didn't make it through today? Hallelujah. That you've been through some stuff. But you made it through. Hallelujah. That when they thought you were down. When they thought you were out. Somebody said hallelujah. one of the most ancient words to praise the creator hallelujah I know all of y'all that was out there smoking happy flowers last night you don't want to say hallelujah but you got to be able to praise and say yes hallelujah 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 because I'm walking I'm talking I'm breathing I'm living I'm growing I'm learning and I am not making the same mistakes I made yesterday now I may make some new mistakes but I ain't gonna make them mistakes no more I'm not gonna do it that way because I have another chance so instead of just saying why instead of complaining instead of whining Instead of wondering, I'm just going to say, hallelujah. Yes. Didn't take me out. Hallelujah. Didn't take me down. Hallelujah. Scared me a little bit. But I made it through the fear. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to say, hallelujah. Thank you. It was hard. But thank you I made it through. It was difficult, but thank goodness I'm here to do it again. If you got anything that you've been through, just say hallelujah. 
If you had something that left your life that you thought you had to have, say, hallelujah. If it got hard and you had to depend on something bigger than you, something bigger and stronger and more powerful than you, just say, hallelujah. Yes, the sound for the oldest praise, the oldest name of God is hallelujah. Come on, breathe with me. And when we say that, know that it's a form of praise and a form of gratitude. So I want you to reach out just right now. Come on, touch the person next to you. Put the cameras down. Hold on to somebody. Hold on to somebody. Because right here in New Orleans, where we didn't know we would be, the day after Katrina. For the people that lost their homes and had to come back. For those who left and never came back. We just say hallelujah. For New Orleans. For the healing. For the growing. For the change. Hallelujah. To those who are still here. Hallelujah. Hold on to your partner just right now. Just right now. Just right now. Just right now. Just hold on. Just hold on. Just for a moment, just for a moment. Shh, 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 shh. Yes. I am so grateful for this right now moment. I don't know what the next moment will be. But for this one right here, where I can see you and feel you and touch you, where we can touch each other, I just say, Hallelujah. Come on, touch somebody. Hold on to somebody. Because right now, we each need to know that we ain't alone. We don't have to do this by ourselves. Even when it gets hard, when it gets rough, feel it. You're not alone. Hallelujah. And you haven't messed up so badly that you don't have this day. I know somebody in here has recovered. Somebody in here has been released. Somebody in here did some time. Somebody in here lost everything. And still, in this day, in this place, at this time, somebody is just touching you with love. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. <laughs> oh, come on, somebody. Ain't nobody asked you where you been when you walked up in here. Nobody asked you what you know when you walked up in here. Hallelujah. Turn to somebody and get you a hug. Come on, get you a hug. Hug somebody so you don't get ugly. If you don't hug, you get ugly. Yeah, come on, hug somebody. Yes. Love you, love you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I only got an hour, so y'all hug quick. You know, Essence don't play. When you're done, they will put your butt off the stage. You got that hook ready over there? All right, the shoes on sale, baby. Okay, I want you to do something for me. But stop taking the pictures. Y'all know what I look like. Take your phone out. Take your phone out. Come on, take your phone out. Everybody get their phone. You got your phone? You got a signal? Everybody got a signal? Come on, get your phone. Let me see it. Hold it up. 
All right. Oh, look at that. Mm, look at all them bills. Everybody paid their bill. <laughs> you paid your bill. <laughs> Miss India Irene. Did y'all see her last night? You know, she looks so classy strumming that guitar. I can't strum no guitar. I, you got to give me a lesson. I love you. All right, get your phone. I'm so glad you paid your bill. Now go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Come on, go. you got a signal, go to YouTube. Hello, my darling. Hey. You know what, I wasn't here last year. Y'all know that, right? But I sent y'all a nice present. Go to YouTube. Now type my name in. I, Y. Because y'all be calling me all manner of stuff. The I is an E. It ain't really an E. I, Y, A, N, L, A. I'm going to pop out because there's only one of me. E, Yan, La. Not Elania. Not Elia. Not Emiyama. All right, you got it? YouTube, now hit subscribe. Let me tell you why. Every Tuesday at two o'clock, I do something called the R-Spot. It's a teaching about relationships. And if you subscribe, you'll get it every Tuesday at two o'clock. You don't have to do nothing, okay? R-Spot, Yana Van on YouTube. Now, because I wasn't here, keep your phone, keep your phone. Because I wasn't here last year, and I know y'all miss me. Although you, I sent you Miss Winfrey. Yeah, she was going to be my surprise. She ended up being my salvation. Because I know y'all would have acted like you don't have no spiritual dignity had I not been here. And there was nobody to replace me. But I want to give you a gift. Because I got your cards and your emails. And Jesus, I got the flowers. I got everything, so I want to give you a gift. And what I want to give you is the prayer that I prayed that I believe saved my life last year. So you go to www.iyanlapraise.com. www.iyanla, praise. And I got two free gifts there for you. One is the prayer I prayed. I voiced it and I put it to music. And the other one is something I'm calling a spiritual code of conduct, which is what I'm going to talk to you about today. www.ianlapraise.com. That is my gift to you, my gift of gratitude, my gift of love. Thank you. All right, you got it? YouTube, subscribe, ianlapraise.com. I want to talk to you today about a spiritual code of conduct. Listen, you know how, what, what did Terrence Howard say in Hustle and Flow? It's hard, it's hard out here for a pimp. Hey, it's hard out here for the non-pimps and they never want to be a pimp. Uh, they used to be a pimp. It's hard for everybody, which is why I believe we must have a spiritual code of conduct. You know, because the ways of the world right now, they are not turning out well for us. We have to have a spiritual code of conduct. So I want to talk to you about that today. Is that okay? You want to hear that? And well, it don't matter if you don't, because that's what I'm prepared to speak about. 
a spiritual code of conduct. Something that's going to govern and guide you from the inside out. Too many of us are living for external validation. I had somebody say to me today, young little sweetie pie, say, oh, you should go. We have 14 million views. I said, that don't impress me. 14 million viewers. How many of them will watch you kill yourself, eating, smoking, drinking, driving under the influence, and don't say nothing? The fact that you got 14 million views should not be a statement and a testimony about who and what you are and the value that you are. Can you hear me? That's external validation. A spiritual code of conduct is what is going to govern you and guide you and lead you from the inside out. So the first code is do ground yourself spiritually every day. That's do. That's your do. You know, codes have do's and don'ts. The first thing is do ground yourself spiritually every day. That means when you get up in the morning, connect with something bigger, greater, grander than you. Ground yourself spiritually every day. That means believe in, trust in, connect to something bigger than you. Something grander, something more divine, something that makes your divinity worthwhile. If you don't, you can be knocked off center by everything that comes your way. Let me tell you what it looks like to be knocked off center. Last year, this day last year, I was half naked when they rolled me into a surgery suite. Half naked and freezing. I don't know why them places got to be so darn cold. <laughs> and you know when you're a woman and you get cold, the little people... I didn't want them to think I was excited or anything. <laughs> so the people were standing up and it was freezing. And then I looked around the room. I didn't know nobody in the room. I didn't know nobody in the room. And I have to tell you, won't none of them black. They could have all been people that voted for Trump. <laughs> and I was naked and cold in the room. All right, and I'm laying there, and I said, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. <laughs> These people is getting ready to pump my naked body full of drugs that are going to render me unconscious. And then, when I'm drugged and unconscious, they're going to cut into my body and take out pieces and parts. Lord. See, when you ground yourself spiritually every day, when you are connected to something bigger, greater, grander than you, in the moments when you're naked, freezing, and helpless, you know that you are guided and protected. You know that something's looking out for you. Here I am, naked, freezing, drugged, surrounded by people who could have been voting for Trump. <laughs> They're getting ready to take out a piece of my body. In that moment, I wasn't so big and bad. But what I was was spiritually grounded. And in that moment, I couldn't wonder. 
I couldn't question and I couldn't even worry. I had to know. When you are spiritually grounded, you know. And you act like you know. You got to have a spiritual code of conduct <laughs> that says each and every day you ground yourself spiritually. Here's something else you got to do. A spiritual code of conduct says that you must know who you are. No, 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 I'm not talking about your name or your occupation. I'm not talking about what people say about you on Facebook. I'm not talking about your PIN number. I'm talking about who you are at the core and the essence and the root of your being. Spiritual Code of Conduct says you have to know who you are and that your behavior cannot make testimony about you that is not the truth of who you are. When you have a spiritual code of conduct and when you know who you are, if you ain't a hoe, you don't act like a hoe. If you ain't a deadbeat daddy, you don't act like a deadbeat daddy. If you ain't a gutter snipe, you don't act like a gutter snipe. Come on now. You know who you are from the inside to the outside. And your behavior is a demonstration of what you believe to be true about you. Spiritual code of conduct says know who you are when somebody calls you out your name in your face. <laughs> you know, I don't understand why that upsets people so much. You're disrespecting me. No, you're disrespecting yourself. Because the only thing that you can call me is what you recognize to be true about you or your mama. You ain't talking about me. See, 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 when you know who you are and somebody calls you something that you don't recognize, you don't even respond. You keep on moving because you know they talking about themselves or they mama. See, you can't talk about they mama, but if they calling it to you, it's because they seen it somewhere. All right? Know who you are. And don't respond to things that don't have nothing to do with who you are. Live authentically. Live by a spiritual code of conduct. So do know who you are. Spiritual code of conduct says you have to ask for what you want. And don't settle for what's available or what you think you can get. Say it again. They told me, say it again. A spiritual code of conduct says that you have to ask for what you want and do not settle for something because it's all you think you can have or because it's what's available. If you want it single, don't settle for it if it's married. Let me take a walk. <laughs> if, you, 
If you want it easy, don't make it hard. And if you want it hard, then you got to work with it if it's not. for what you want and, 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 and ask for the things that are going to up level your wattage in life don't settle for things that are going to dim your light up level your wattage up next more yes girl to come Hey there, it's Corey Murray with Yes Girl, and I cannot wait to try out a Casper mattress. Casper is a sleep brand that created one perfect mattress sold directly to consumers, eliminating commission-driven inflated prices. Its award-winning sleep surface was developed in-house and has a sleek design, and it's delivered in a small, how-did-they-do-that size box. In addition to the mattress, Casper also offers an adaptive pillow and soft, breathable sheets. Okay, the Casper mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. It combines supportive memory foam to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. With over 20,000 reviews, y'all, okay, 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars, it's quickly become the Internet's favorite mattress. Free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada. And again, it's going to be coming in this. You cannot believe they put a mattress in a box, okay, at your front door. It's right there, all delivered. Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Who, how great is that? All right, designed and developed and assembled right here in the United States of America. Now, if you want to try your own Casper mattress, which we highly suggest you do, because, again, it's great. It's well-reviewed. It's engineered. It's perfect. Now, if we've convinced you to try this Casper mattress, we're going to do something even better. We're going to help you get $50 towards your mattress purchase. And you can do that very simply by visiting Casper.com slash yes. And then when you when it asks for a code, you type in yes. How great is that? Yes, girl, is really helping you get the best sleep on this great, great mattress. So again, get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash yes. And then when it asks for a code, you put in yes again. And tell them Yes Girl sent you because we want you to sleep well tonight. Sometimes our light be blinding us. Your light is so brilliant, it blinds you. The reflection of it shining back in your eye. And so you get confused and you be t- holding on to things that do not reflect your own brilliance. Did you hear what I said? That your light, your gift, your talent, your truth can be so brilliant that it blinds you and you end up Reaching out for, holding on to, taking on, taking care of, housing, feeding, clothing, lending money to stuff that only dims your light. Somebody say, hello. I did it. I did it. Don't leave me out here by myself. You better raise your hand if you did it. Mm -hmm. I was a shining light bulb. Hanging out with something that was barely lit and dimly glowing. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was afraid to ask for what I wanted. 
because I thought I couldn't have it. So instead of asking for what I really wanted, I settled for what showed up. Don't leave me by myself. Come on now. Spiritual code of conduct says, ask for what you want because you know who you are and believe you can get it just because. Stop thinking that you gotta work so hard for your blessing. Stop thinking that you gotta work hard to prove you worthy of your blessing. All I did last year was lay down, shut up, and let them take me to the hospital. And they saved my life. I'm gonna tell you about it in a minute. So the spiritual code of conduct says, do ground yourself spiritually every day. It says, do believe in, hold on to, trust in something bigger than you. It says, do ask for what you want and don't settle. Now, you know, for every code, there's a do's and a do not. You know, like they say, do not put your wet hands on this electrical outlet because that is not going to turn out well for you. All right, so we did the do's. I want to do the do nots, all right, in the spiritual code of conduct. Do not think that because it hasn't happened, it won't happen. Or believe that because it has always happened, it has to continue to happen. Now, 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 now let me break that down for you. Don't think that because it hasn't happened, it won't happen. Sometimes it don't happen because you ain't ready. Sometimes it don't happen because the world ain't ready. Sometimes it don't happen because you're praying for the wrong thing. You're praying for less than you want, but you're asking what you think is available. You can't trick the universe like that. Sometimes it hasn't happened be, be, because the, the, the situation and the time ain't right. So if you're praying for something, working for something, waiting for something that hasn't happened, don't think that it won't happen. Just recharge and renew your vision. Some of us don't get what we want because we haven't renewed and recharged our vision. You know, we think about it, we talk about it, but we haven't recharged our vision. Let, let, let me tell you what happened. You know, before my daughter Jamia passed in, in 2003, she started a line of body products called Masterpiece, P-E-A-C-E. -E. Because Jamia said, we'll take our clothes to the laundry or the cleaners, we'll hire a maid to clean our house, we'll dust things, sweep things, mop things around us, but we walk around in funky energy. She said, people have to learn how to clean their energy. So she made this line of products called Masterpiece, P-E-A-C-E, -E, one word, that would help you clean your body and clear your energy at the same time. It was made with African black soap. She was a master aromatherapist and I'm a herbalist. So we put the herbs and the oils together, we put it all in the bottle, and we mixed it up, and we were selling it. Then she died. And three years after she died, I got a guidance and an intuition, you need to revive Masterpiece. And I said, I, don't, I can't do that. 
I can't do it. How many times do your spirit speak to you? And you argue in yourself right out of the very instruction that spirit gave you to do. Don't leave me out here by myself. Somebody raise their hand. Uh-huh. So it took me three years and I finally revived Masterpiece. And I make it, I, I created a lab for it and I do all the mixtures and I do all the thing. And, and, and the truth be told, I, I was a little nervous. You know, because we like stuff that's been approved by other people. I was a little concerned that if I came to my people and I said, I got something that'll clean your energy and, and, and clean your body, you all say, mm-hmm. That damn Iyanla, she's so weird. Uh-huh. This is my son giving me a napkin to wipe my face. Isn't that nice to have a son like that? I had him when I was 16 years old because I was acting a little hoish around the edges. <laughs> Ow! I'm better now! <laughs> if you ain't a hoe, don't act like a hoe. Reform your hoish ways, Allah. Uh-huh. That's all right now. That's all right. So anyway, I made this line of masterpiece in my daughter's legacy and honor. I've been working on it for 11 years, selling a little bit here, selling a little bit there, put it on the website. And I said, okay, what do you want to happen with this, Iyama? What do you want to happen? I said, I want people to really understand the importance of who they are and the importance of their energy. I really want people to get that we can clear ourselves and clean ourselves of mental and emotional trauma simply by releasing and clearing energy. So I worked on it for 11 years until this very year when I got a call from HSN. Say, Yanla, we like your product. We wanted to present it on our network. I'm telling you, just because it hasn't happened don't mean it won't happen. Renew and recharge your vision. Do not think that because it's always happened, it has to continue to happen. Just because your mama did it and your daddy did it. Because big mama did it, June Bug and them is still doing it. <laughs> don't mean you have to keep doing it. You don't have to be broke. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to be sad and sorry. You don't have to take care of everybody just because you've always done it. Be willing to do a new thing and a new way. And sometimes you're going to have to piss people off in the process. Sometimes. Because people will hold you to your limitations. They will hold you to what they believe to be true about you. Spiritual code of conduct says, do not believe that because it hasn't happened, it won't happen. Renew, recharge your vision. And do not be tricked into thinking that because it's always happened, it has to continue to happen. Spiritual code of conduct says, do not accept the unacceptable. Do not accommodate and tolerate what doesn't honor you. Spiritual code of conduct says, don't let people lie to you. You know when somebody is lying to you. You just don't know how to respond. So I'm going to give you a response. This is the Iyanla response to people lying to you. 
You just look at him just as nice as you can. And you say, beloved. I know you think that's true. <laughs> but something in here is not ringing true for me. So I'm not going to move until it feels better in my belly. Now how's somebody going to get mad at you for that? Particularly when you start with beloved. Let me translate beloved for you. Because it all depends on the tone of voice. <laughs> you know, when you say beloved, you really mean, oh, boo. And when you say, oh, beloved, you're really saying, boo. It depends on your tone of voice that gives your beloved a meaning. <laughs> the spiritual code of conduct says, don't move till you have a vision. That's why we fail sometimes. You see, a vision means that you can see it on the inside before you can experience it on the outside. Now, you can have all the plans you want. But if you can't see it, nothing's going to happen. You got to have a vision, and that comes from you taking time to sit down and do your daily spiritual practice. Okay? Vision ain't going to fall to you out the top of the closet. You got to do the work. You got to sit down, shut up, listen. You got to tune in to your own channel, not just YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Snap, the pot or the chat or whoever the hell the thing is. People be chat snapping. I mean, <laughs> chat snapping. <laughs> Do you Snapchat? <laughs> okay. You, and never reflecting. Never uh, uh, correcting so that they can be directed. Correct, reflect in order to be directed. Spiritual code of conduct says do not stay where you don't want to be because you've convinced yourself that you ain't got nowhere else to go. Don't leave me out here by myself. job you hate hate it so much you can't even be grateful that it's feeding you hate it so much you can't even be grateful that because of it you got a roof over your head somebody talk to me you hate it so much till you go there every day complaining and you're meaner than a wet damn cat you're so mad that when you get your paycheck you waste your money Somebody talk to me over here. Because I think somebody right up in here might need this message. Don't put your face ugly with me if I'm stepping on your toes now. I, I, I'm loving on you, beloved. <laughs> I 
Yeah. Don't stay where you don't want to be. Do your practice. Get your vision. Ask for what you want. And be willing to do something new. That's what the spiritual code of conduct says. The spiritual code of conduct says, do not act like you know when you don't know. And do not act like you don't know when you do know. Some of y'all know you out of order as hell. And you acting like, moi? Some of you know you don't need to be out there buying another piece of fried nothing in that marketplace. You know right now your sugar high as hell. Sneaking around the little pole trying to eat up that little piece of uh, praline. Put that thing down. Don't act like you don't know when you know. And don't act like you do know when you don't know. You know, one of the beauties of me of fixing my life is people have become willing to ask for help. We don't know. So many of us just don't know. We don't know how to do this. We don't know how to be successful. When they called me and told me that they wanted my product on HSN, they told me I needed a Dun & Bradstreet number. I almost peed on myself. <laughs> what the hell? The Dun and Hootie Wah? That's something the white people do. I don't know nothing about that. I read about that in the one Wall Street Journal that I read 15 years ago. But when you are growing and living beyond the places that are familiar, you got to be willing to do stuff that scares you. And that's when you're going to have to rely on your connection to something bigger, greater, and grander than you. Ask for help. Do not be so willing to buy real estate in what is comfortable and familiar in your own mind. As much as I've done and grown and healed, there's still things that I need to learn. And if I need to learn it, we all need to learn it because we all just won. Don't act like you know when you don't know. Ask for the help that you need. And don't act like you do know that you don't know when you do know because you're convincing yourself that you can't be trusted. Trust what you know. You knew when you met Boo Boo. but he cute. Don't excuse crazy. You just should have crossed the street. I told you that 23 years ago. When you see crazy coming, cross the street. So we need a spiritual code of conduct. Because the way things are going in the world, it is not turning out well for us. The way we're doing our relationships 
it ain't turning out well. That's why I want you to go to the R spot. Not because I did it, but because there are tools and skills that we need so that we can stop creating broken families, so that we can stop calling each other out our name. There is no such thing or no relationship called a baby daddy or a baby mama. Those are slang terms given by the social environment to diminish the truth of who you are and abdicate you from the responsibility of living your truth. Everything that show up ain't for us. I remember growing up, my grandmother used to make me wear a girdle. A girdle. Oh, baby, this thing was violent. It was the kind of rubber that had a smell in the heat. When you went to church in a girdle, round about the time they got to testifying, you could smell the rubber burning. My grandmother made me wear a girdle because according to who we were and what we were taught about diminishing and denying ourselves, a big booty was not supposed to shake. So my grandmother, not being clear about who she was, growing up in a society that diminished, demeaned, and dismissed her when there was no Essence magazine, my grandmother put me in a girdle. And today, we are going out paying people to give us a butt. Somebody talk to me. Somebody talk to me. Paying people. After I suffered in Sunday school, sweating like a pig in a girdle. Mm -hmm. You see, the Spanx is so much more vibe, gentle. And the Spanx just make it smooth. It don't diminish the size. Up next, more Yes Girl to come. Hey there, it's Corey from Yes Girl, and I want to tell y'all about Blue Apron because, like I said before, I just came back from Essence Festival, so guess what? I didn't have any food. There's no food in the kitchen. There's none. But luckily, my box of Blue Apron is coming today, and I am excited because I'm about to make some new meals for me and my little one. In my box this week, I already know, is going to be seared chicken and creamy pasta salad with summer squash and sweet peppers. Can we take a pause for summer squash? I love summer squash. And with Blue Apron, I know that my vegetables are fresh, okay? They are fresher than what I see at the grocery store. Because the other thing I love, too, is that they are organic, and which is another big thing. I have a little one, but who cares? Even if I was by myself, who doesn't want fresh vegetables? Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. And their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. And they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs. And these home chefs have also I'm looking forward to, I believe I've already seen when I was coming next week, is creamy shrimp rolls with quick pickles and sweet potato wedges. 
Come on now, sweet potato wedges. I love sweet potatoes. Okay, and creamy shrimp. And right now it's summer, and you may be scared, like, oh, it's seafood coming in a box. No, their seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Receipts. Okay. They're doing it. Blue Apron is great. And they are a lifesaver this summer because, you know, we're all traveling. We're all in and out. So even if you're not going to be away, you're going to be away one week. You just tell them like, hey, I don't need it this week. I'll come back next week. And I love it. It's cost effective because that way I'm not just wasting food. And speaking of waste, Blue Apron is really good about how you recycle and telling you what to recycle. Basically, everything is recyclable that Blue Apron sends you, all right? But now, if you're not into Blue Apron, I'm going to give you a treat because this week, you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. Come on now, free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash yesgirl. Okay, you will love how good the food feels, tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. I'm serious. Don't do this. Do it right now. That's blueapron.com slash that's girl. And I'm a Southern girl. You know, I love good food. And Blue Apron is good food. It's good, healthy food for you. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Spiritual code of conduct say do not allow things and people to diminish your light do not hold on to things and people that diminish your light do not hold on to things and people and beliefs and ideas and pathologies and traditions that diminish your light Everything you hold on to has to up-level you. Everything. Listen, now let me just say this. Excuse me, elders. Forgive me what I'm about to say. Not right. Now, if you got you a little sex toy, whether it's living or mechanical, Because it's going to upload your wattage, make you happy. Long as it don't belong to nobody else. Do not share sex toys with other people. Oh, everything don't have to be holy and spiritual, Missy Young. If your sex toy ups your wattage, hold on to it. Don't let it go. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about holding on to anger and shame and guilt and lies people told you about yourself that you believe. I'm talking about holding on to unforgiveness I'm talking about holding on to upset. I'm talking about not forgiving your mama and your daddy and your baby daddy and your baby mama and the teacher and the lady that crossed her eyes at you crossed the bank window. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I'm talking about holding on to it coulda and it shoulda and why they didn't and why she did. I'm talking about holding on to that kind of stuff. 
and sometimes you don't even know that you're holding on to it. It's in your energy. It's in your subconscious mind. It's in places that you can't even get to. That's why you got to pray. That's why you got to call in the light. That's why you got to call in the energy. That's why you have to have a relationship with something bigger, greater, and grander than you. I'm talking about holding on to the lies we have been taught about ourselves and a system in a country that continues to diminish, deny, and throw away our genius unless it is beneficial to them. Y'all better get clear up in here oh we have left the napkin and gone to the towel that's deep right there y'all it's exciting spend all that time putting the makeup off just to put it on the towel some things just don't make no sense. How much time I got? Am I good? Holding on. Holding on. Holding on. Holding on. Get up in your closet and see what you're holding on to. Get up in your drawers and see what you're holding on to. Dig down in your purse and see what you're holding on. Oh, this is Lord have mercy. That is called confusion. <laughs> this is not the mic, Miss Yonla. Oh, it just got good. Let me put this thing down. Because I be talking to it and y'all be looking at me like, what she say? What she say? Yeah. Now that I got the black towel with which to wipe the sweater for, off my face. Holding on to what could have been holding on to what wasn't holding on to what you thought was supposed to happen boo boo left you because boo boo wasn't good for you in the first place holding on to what Shaniqua said she said it to you and about you because you didn't have boundaries that would keep her in her place spiritual code of conduct says you got to have boundaries and you got to make sure people toe the line and when they cross your boundary don't back up and draw another line implement a consequence when somebody dishonors who you are there's got to be a consequence you don't get to cheat on me and apologize. You get to cheat on me and collect your drawers from the side of the road, baby. Spiritual code of conduct says have boundaries. And don't worry about people being upset with you about what you need to make your life run. If you got people in your life behaving badly, it's because they're there by energetic invitation. You can disinvite them. Spiritual code of conduct says, if you tolerate it and accommodate it, you will have to entertain it repeatedly. Spiritual code of conduct says, do not do not, do not, I really want you all to get that. 
do not fail to tell yourself the truth about yourself as soon as you know it. See, 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 see sometimes you, you don't know the truth until your girlfriend say, your butt is too big for that dress. Don't get mad at your girlfriend. Get you a Spanx. <laughs> or a girdle. <laughs> but don't put on no Daisy Dukes acting like you don't know. Because the minute you pass the McDonald's window, you will be clearly informed. Do not fail to tell yourself about the truth about yourself as soon as you know it. As soon as you recognize that you, you're a little out of order, tell yourself the truth about that. As soon as you know that you need to work on your financial literacy, tell the truth about that. As, as, as soon as you know that you have not been behaving properly with your kids or your mother or your sister or your lover or your husband, tell the truth about that. You, you, you see, one of the things that I had to tell the truth about was I ended up on a surgical table half naked freezing last year on this day because there were some truths I had not yet told myself. I had not yet told myself about the hurts that I was still holding on to, about the words that I refused to speak and the tears that I refused to cry because sometimes as a black woman we refuse to cry tears that will save us because we're so afraid that people will think that we're weak or stupid or that we can't handle our business I was laying naked on a surgical table because there were things in my DNA that needed to be reconciled things that I wasn't even aware of but I was trying so hard to do the right thing that I forgot to do what was right for me. I was, I was trying so hard to make it work that all I did was work. <laughs> that, that, that I was so afraid of losing it that I kept trying to mount it up and mount it up and mount it up. <laughs> oh baby, I'm better now. <laughs> You let somebody cut you open in a freezing surgical ward. You let them open you up and take half of your colon out and you walk around for 111 days with a little bag on the side of you. Baby, you get clear. Let me tell you what I got clear about. I got clear about what I was taking in and how it was coming out because sometimes we don't even realize what we're taking in when we listen to people whining and complaining and criticizing and then putting us down. You got to be clear about what you're taking in and then you get clear about how it comes out. How does all of the stuff you take in come out? Are you drinking it, smoking it, screwing it, ignoring it, denying it, evading it? How is it coming out? Because it's got to come out some way. If it doesn't come out some way, it'll be stuck within you. And it'll be toxic and traumatizing and terroristic. Some of us right now are being assaulted by terroristic thoughts that we have in our own mind. You don't have to worry about the Russians. You horrifying your own damn self. In your own brain. I don't want to be right. I just want to be helpful. 
I'm telling y'all, <laughs> laying on a surgical table, surrounded by people, didn't look like me. I didn't even know them. Sometimes I'm horrified to think that a white man saw me naked. <laughs> and I can't even ask him if it was attractive because I don't know who he is. <laughs> Laying naked on the surgical table. Because I needed to up-level my spiritual code of conduct. I need to be clear about my do's and my do nots. I'm here to tell you today, if you don't get anything else out of this, develop a spiritual code of conduct. In fact, when you go to www.eomthepraise.com, I'ma give you one. I'ma give you the prayer I prayed last year and the spiritual code of conduct that I have de delivered, de developed to govern my life because I want us to do better. Too many of us are suffering. Too many of us are going under to things that should not have power in our life. Too many of us are brilliant and genius and creative and we are wasting our times with things and people that diminish and deny us. A spiritual code of conduct. Let me tell you why I'm standing here. I'm standing here because I did have a spiritual code of conduct. I'm standing here because I do know who I am and I dare to be that and live that without a apology. I'm standing here because I have a set of values and principles that govern my life. I'm standing here today because I believe in something greater and grander than who I am and because of that I've learned not to let things and people diminish and deny me. I don't care how many friends I have and I don't care if you like me. I'm a be Ianla, the best Ianla. I'm standing here today because of what Anthony Brown said. Anthony Brown said, you thought I was worth saving, so you came into my life. You thought I was worth keeping, so you cleaned me up inside. Cleaned me up inside, allowing me to wear a, a bag hanging on the side of my belly for 111 days, a diva such as myself, cleaning up shit every day. Oh, humble me. I'm standing here today because by some means or method or way, when my colon ruptured, my left ovary found its way into the hole and absorbed the toxins so that those toxins didn't poison my system. When I came out of surgery, the surgeon said to me, we found your ovary in your colon. Do you know how that happened? In the words of the great philosopher Whitney Houston, oh hell to the no. <laughs> well, I didn't even know it had happened, much less how it happened. I'm standing here today and I say hallelujah because my mother Sahara Elizabeth Jefferson was an alcoholic who was diagnosed 
with breast cancer and leukemia when she was six months pregnant with me. And I was born healthy. Hallelujah. I'm standing here today because the spiritual code of conduct of my ancestors is still alive in my body to the degree where I have the courage to say no to some stuff and yes to other. I'm standing here today and I say hallelujah because I had three children by three different men and I was still able to go to college and law school and get a master's degree and three honorary degrees and whenever anything of value happened nobody asked me how many people have you slept with I say hallelujah <laughs> I say hallelujah because in 1988 when I was just moving out of my limited consciousness, a woman named Susan L. Taylor read a letter that I wrote her, called me on the phone, and put me on the cover of Essence magazine in 1988. I know y'all think it was Oprah, but the truth is Susan L. Taylor introduced Yana Van Zandt to the world. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah because my ovary ended up in my colon. I won't need it. I won't go and use it for nothing. <laughs> Might as well repurpose it. <laughs> Save my life, why don't you? <laughs> I say hallelujah because a woman named Oprah Winfrey was obedient to her spirit and started something called a book club. And in one of those book clubs, one of the readers introduced the producer of the Oprah Winfrey Show to a book called Peace from Broken Pieces. And as a result of that introduction, I got to go on the Oprah Winfrey Show in 1998, and the rest is history. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Because I've been hurt. I've been abused. I've been lonely. I've been sad but I've learned not to focus on that because I've also been loved. I'm being loved right now. You loving me, me loving you, God loving us is stronger than anything in the world. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah because I'm happy when I wake up every day. Yeah, I got a little cellulite. Yeah, I need an underwire, but baby, hey. I can work with what I got. I say hallelujah because I got a spiritual code of conduct. I say hallelujah because I know who I am and I feel good about it. I say hallelujah because no matter where I am and what I feel, I can always get me a good piece of chocolate. Hallelujah! Hey there, it's Corey Murray. And again, my co-hosts and my girls, Yolanda Sanguini and Charlie Penn are out resting from Essence Festival. We had a great time. But I want to thank our guest, Ayala Van Zant, because didn't she just fulfill your spirit? Just 
giving you everything you need to take on this summer and have the best time of your life. And shout out to all the people that came up to me during Essence Festival to tell me how much they love Essence Yes Girl. We appreciate every bit of love that you gave us while we were in New Orleans this week. Thank you. And thanks to the folks at Digital Media. Shout out Bob, who's in the house, for their production work. And thanks, of course, to our sponsors, Blue Apron and Casper. Please support them the way they support this podcast. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Jillian.